It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The legends of Yankees baseball. The home of Yankees baseball is WFAN. Hit number 3,000. Derek Jeter has achieved another milestone in his Hall of Fame career. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't right, suck. Here we go, 502. Hello, hello, hello. It's Wednesday. That's always a good day because it means you're at the uh, mid part of the week. The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? And across from me, his name is Al Aaron Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. It uh, was nice to drive in without a pouring rain coming down. Well, in fairness, we have not dealt with that in months. Yeah. Uh, but you're all right. It was a nice, easy ride oh, in. Oh, smooth, Jerry. Chilly. Chilly in the air. Chilly. You had a light coat on this morning when I walked my dog. Yeah, on Friday you're going to be in a ski cap. What does that mean? It means Friday's going to be even cooler when you get up. Like right now it's 63 degrees. Friday it might be 53 and where you live could be 48. I'm going to, I will let everyone know the first morning I put a ski cap on. I think it's going to be Friday. When you walk the dog and you say, when you say, Alexa, play WFAN. Alexa, what's the current temperature? Oh, good morning, Al. It is currently... 51 degrees in Bradley Beach. Oh, that'll ski put Ski cap. Out. Ski cap. Yep. Although when you say ski cap, it sounds like you're going to rob a bank. You know what I mean. A ski hat. One of my hats with the many NFL logos of the teams I root That's for. That's your Colts. Well, your Colts one. I don't have a Colts hat, uh, Jerry. Your Cardinals one. I know Cardinals, you have that. Cardinals, I do that have. I, know you have. I have Cardinals, Chargers. Uh, go Chargers. The Cardinals Bucks. played like crap this past Sunday. Yeah, I'll go Chargers. There you go. The Chargers one's that Charger blue, though. It doesn't really go with my outfits. And I yeah, like but it looks cool. I like to coordinate my outfits. Yeah, I guess. Jerry, what's going on with the Mets? I, you don't want to talk about Aaron what Judge? Well, Mets I will talk right about now. Aaron Judge, but we always start with bad news. All right, so the bad news is Sports the Mets right talk. now are not playing very well. They can hit, and last night they didn't defend, defend real well. And the Cubs, yeah. who have nothing to lose, in that fourth inning specifically, played small ball to the nth degree. You got guys breaking their fingers, trying to bunt, going out of the game. It's 0-2. Next guy comes in, 0-2 count bunts. Um, Sacrifice flies. You know, Pete Alonzo, it's funny because Keith and Gary, after I I think it was Patrick Wisdom, I forget who it was, after the guy um, bunts to, to first with the bases loaded, you know, Alonzo comes home with it, makes a bad throw. Gary thinks he's out on a good throw, and Keith's like, oh, I don't think he's out. Either way, it's a different way of playing baseball that we don't really see anymore, and the Cubs did it to the Mets last night. The Mets are in a stretch right now where things are not going well. They're 4-6 and six in their last 10. You had Pete Alonzo last night was literally a foot away from hitting what I think would have been a game-changing, you know, albeit in the third inning or second inning, whatever, um, it was that close to being a two-run homer. With DeGrom on the mound, you probably feel like they're going to go win the game. Instead, it goes foul. They don't score. I mean, it's just it's not going well right now. Yeah, so that fourth inning uh, with the Cubs, uh, with DeGrom on the mound, um, that was the whole thing. Bunted a runner that then, when they went to throw him out of first, hit him in the helmet. Yep. 
and he should have been called out for running inside the lines. He was clearly on the grass. Yeah, so why, how do they miss that Not call? reviewable. My guess would be that the umpires aren't looking for it. And so when Buck comes out to challenge it, they they probably had no recollection of where he was. So when they're like, no, nah, he's good. Well, no, no, he's not good, but you can't review it. See, I that think drives the, me nuts. The minute a guy gets hit, with a ball that's being thrown to first base, you have to immediately look to see where he is. The problem is when he got hit, he was he right on the bag. In. So if you watch the replay, he runs to first. He is literally a foot or two into the grass, on the infield grass, as he's running the entire way. So that alters the throw now. I think it was McCann. McCann then throws it, hits him right in the back. It should have been an out. But I really just don't think they're looking for it until Buck comes out and yells at them. And when it's not reviewable, what are you going to do? So it, it was a crappy play for the Mets. But that having been said, you still they don't score. Like they go from a team that puts up a you know runs in bunches to no, they're boring like nothing. They get guys on base and they sit there and die on base. Just terrible. Right now they're in a bad way. Now I also think that that means the way the Yankees have seemed to have come out of it a little bit. The Mets will come out of it, but they might come out of it two games behind the Braves soon. So right. better wake up. Yeah, wake up. Now, Alonzo hits the home run, but it's like, eh. Oh, it's, please. It's an old, by the way. Nothing of it. Who cares? I even, I was, I wanted to um, mention that Brandon Nimmo should have caught that home run ball, but even then, it's a, it wouldn't have mattered. Not, a, not, well, that I mean, made it like you never know. Nothing. We always talk about this. You never know. Things do change with one little Mojo's step the other change. way. You never know. But you're right. It pro with the way the Mets' offense was going, it probably wouldn't have meant a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. I did think of that um, that right fielder. He made a catch when the Mets had first and second in the th- whichever inning. The third, I think it was the third. I might have been the fourth. I don't know. One of those innings, he makes a catch on his shoulder and just flips the ball up. Like, yep, I got it. Like, you weren't even looking. Super casual. I thought of you at that moment. Yeah, the super casual outfield catch. I love it. Yeah. So that wasn't good, Jerry. That's now terrible. I, uh, the fans were bowing a little bit there yeah. at City Field. We well, because we need some action now. Because here's Let's go. when you. This is why I always love when people do this. Well, you know what? They're going to win this series. They're going to take three or four. This team's. St- you have no idea. They lost a series to Washington. They didn't look great over the weekend. They've lost two games to the Cubs, who were twenty something games under five hundred. That's why they play the games there, Johnny. And then uh, the Yankees, yeah, you had uh, Aaron Judge hitting two home runs. That's pretty Did awesome. you see his second home run? Bombs, Jerry. My God. Well, Bombs. the first one was what it was. It was a nice solo shot to say. <laughs> that second one? God darn. The dude's pretty strong. Yeah, so he's up to uh, 57 now. 57. Four away from... Now, listen, you got to start tuning in if you're not tuning in. Once, no, you have to listen. Once he's two away. No, I think any night he's capable of hitting three or four home runs. He's not hitting four home runs. Why? You don't think he's capable of it? I don't think the pitchers would give him after two. I don't think they would Here's the thing. pitch to him. I think you have to then at that point. Now you want to be the guy in the mound that gives up the home runs. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Like Me Some neither. people would be like, I don't want to be in the record books. I would. I'm, My name's in the record book. I hear you. You're in the, you're in the record book. I'm in the record book. Yes. The, I gave the up the big home run. Record. I want those Maris children out there. Well, then now here's the thing. When do the Marises start traveling? I think when he's two away. I hope, I hope it's four home runs today. <laughs> in Boston? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nobody could celebrate, and the Maris kid can't be there. It was funny. In the, um, so he hits the home runs in the sixth and the eighth. His, bat, his at-bat prior to that, 
I thought it was almost as if he wasn't expecting the pitcher to throw strikes because he looked on 3-1, he looked at a fastball right down the middle. of. Now, I know he got the single on 3-2. He looks at a pitch right down the middle of the plate. I'm like, what like why or what are you looking for? Yeah, what are you waiting for? Yeah, it's almost as if he probably was just gonna walk me. Yeah. They're so. not gonna give me anything to hit here. No, and then they do walk him in the tenth and then Glaber with the uh the three run double. Bases clearing double. Now, Garrett Cole gave up. Garrett Cole's a weird pitcher. Yeah, he always gives a home run. He's like uh because Tanaka. He dominates parts of the game. He's got ten strikeouts in six innings, but yeah. He gives up the long ball and Three the one runs. down the right field line. Like, come yeah, those are, that, I love that uh, stadium. You got if you hit it to left field, you got hit it nine hundred feet in the air. <laughs> if you hit it to, to right field, you just pop it up and it goes. <laughs> it's at the knee level, and for whatever reason, I know it's just optics, but that foul pole looks like it's drawn in. Well, it is. It's just weird down the right field line. It kind of the the the, the fence is kind of cut in a little bit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty wild. Do you like that about baseball, that there's unique ballparks? Or yeah, would you I like it like football where no, everything is the same? I don't like the sterile. Like when we went through in the 80s with the sterile turf round yeah, multi-purpose fields, hideous. I like, like, let's go back to when City Field was first built. I like the way it was. I hate that they actually brought the fences in. I thought it was unique. It was different. No, I, I prefer that. More so than just the round left field is 320, right field is 320, center field's 405. And every yeah. no, I don't want that. You would think the baseball purists would want all of the, like, if in order to hit home run the center field, it's 420 feet everywhere. No, that, but this is what I like about baseball is that it should be, it can be different. I think it's kind of cool. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I wish we were still using the baseball stadiums for football games. You want, you want the uh, the infield dirt? Yeah, I love that. I, I love that about Shea Stadium and those Jets teams with Richard Todd. I loved it in Los Angeles. Well, Oakland mostly. Or Oakland, we, I mean, I'd had that yeah. even recently. Yeah. You know, and then th- Miami, that, I feel like had that. That also signified to me the end of baseball season and the start of winter. Yes. Because when you would start to see football games in the in Oakland Alameda Coliseum with the Raiders, and you got you know second base and the dirt's there. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I didn't care for it with the turf, like with Philadelphia when they would actually patch up the turf. Ugh, what an ugly looking field that was. Wouldn't they do it there, Three River Stadium? Probably, yeah, yeah, sounds about right. But Philly, I always remember because I went there for some games. Yeah, and it's just aesthetically not pleasing. Not pleasing. Ugh, cleats can get caught in the rug. No good. So I'm confused. This this Roger Maris kid doesn't want Aaron Judge know. breaking the record. I, I, Does want him breaking? I, I, I don't know. I'm <sighs> with you because when McGuire was doing it, he seemed like he was all over it. Yeah, I feel like he I was into know. it. I don't know. Maybe he's getting. You know what? He's getting older. Maybe he's sad. He's like, I want to die with the record. Maybe with my dad's record. I wouldn't want Maybe. my dad's records broken. No, anybody that says that their record is there to be broken, liar. Yeah, you want your record to stand forever. Yes. You know, when Boomer had, didn't Boomer at one point have the most passing yards in a game? I believe so. Yes, he and did. And now he's like, you know, seventh on the list. Right. More fun when you go to the list and you're at the top of the list. Like my dad worked at Delta Airlines for like 40 years. 
if he had some sort of record for days without calling in sick, I'd want that record to stand. Couldn't agree with you more. I wouldn't go out to Newark Airport if someone was about to break his record be all happy about it. But do you think John Sterling wants Wayne Randazzo to break his record for no. most games called? No, he does in not. A row? Exactly. Then you set the record. You want your record yeah. to live. If I'm with Roger Maris' son, I'd be like, I'm not coming out there to watch. <laughs> no, you got to do that. You don't have to look happy, but you got to be there. I'd start dropping hints that maybe Aaron Judge is like eating roids or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's the beauty of Aaron. I really do believe that's the beauty of this. If he falls in line with me like Derek Jeter, if I would have ever found out that Derek Jeter was doing that, I would have given up on humanity. I mean, I kind of have already, but right. even more so. You've sort of, yeah, not like, a there's big fan. no way Aaron Judge is no, doing anything like that. Totally agree. Did you see the um, Did you see the John Boy breakdown of the pitcher? I forget, I forget what team he was from. That they thought had stuff in his hair, so that he could tackify his hand. Did you see? Any I did of this? not see this. It's check it out on Twitter during the break. It's actually one of the funnier things. So he was. I, I'm blanking out on. Uh, ah. They were playing the Twins, whoever. I think it were playing the Twins, whatever. So in between almost every pitch, he was going to his hair and then picking up the rosin bag. <laughs> every pitch. And then there were some times where in between pitches, he was doing it twice because he wasn't getting the proper grip. So at one point, I think it was Rocco Baldelli was the manager. I think it was him. Where he goes to the umpire goes, this is ridiculous. You got to check him. So the umpire's out at the mound. The guy bends over, and the umpire's sitting there like he's giving him a head massage. He's rubbing his with head. With his hands going through his hair. He's like, nope, he's good. Just some sweat. He's fine. And that's what he was trying to do. The sweat and the rosin to create some sort of And that's feeling. legal. That's legal. Well, I mean, sweat is sweat. What are you going to do? But he didn't have, like, he didn't put pine tar in his hair for gel. Could you put your fingers under your armpits and where it's all sweaty? <laughs> no need to smell them. I'm talking about tackifying a baseball. Oh. And then go to the rosin bag. Let me tell you something. If a guy is going to stick his hand down his shirt into his armpit, yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on. I would like that's a great visual. That's for baseball. not allowed. But what's next? Down his pants into his butt crack? I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> Stop it. Do you ever smell your own body odor like that? Like check your armpits? Everybody does. Yeah, we do. Right? How do you not? Don't you I have don't to have know. some awareness of yes what you smell like? Or you cup your hand and breathe into it to see if your breath stinks? Uh, sure. I think that's hard to tell whether your own breath stinks. We could smell our own armpits. I don't know that you could smell your own breath. It uh, depends. I think if you eat some, like if you eat garlic, yeah, I really think it's noticeable, even to you. I think if you just have bad breath on a routine basis, on a you know routinely, yeah, I think you're unaware of it. Halitosis is that what it's called? Yep. I think it's possible you don't know, and I've known people like that, and it's the unawareness of that is disturbing. I told one guy once; he's is never it? spoken to me since. Well, how did you do it? I just said I'm not being a, a where, jerk. Where, let me give us the situation. It was it a basketball game? You were okay. He was a reporter. Okay, nice guy. Were you a reporter as well at the time? No, I was calling the game. You were calling. I will the not game say if it was Columbia or Rutgers. Right. So this could span between 2006 to now. Got it. And I will just. I knew the guy, mm-hmm. and I said I'm not being a bad guy. I'm not being a jerk. I'm like just. You need a mint. Yeah. Uh, he's never spoken to me since. He said, "How dare you?" No, he 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 said thank you. And left, and I have not. Maybe he's embarrassed to see you again. Maybe. I was just or trying to help him out smell his because breath. it was rancid. Yeah. And you feel bad for him because then when he goes to talk to one of the females or one of the coaches, or and it's all you're going to be thought of is, I'll give you an example. It's the bad breath guy. So this is, and this is unfortunate because I don't think he is a, um, 
I don't think he's a guy with bad breath all the time. So when MetLife Stadium, when the designs were announced, I was I think I was covering the Jets at the time. I was sent out to the Meadowlands for the press conference for the Jets and the Giants. And we got one-on-ones with all sorts of people. So I got a one-on-one with Woody Johnson. The one-on-one happened about a half hour after lunch was served. Lunch was subs and, you know, macaroni salad and salads and dressing. And they it was put a onions great and everything. Yes. Now, I got, I remember that day, I got the ham and cheese little corner piece of the sub. And I I don't like, forget the smell. I don't like onions. Like, if you put garlic and pizza, it's great. I don't care for the, but I like it. Onions to me are nasty. So anytime I get a sub, I always make sure there's no onions. I remember, oh, tons, tons of onions. Took them all off, enjoyed my sub. I got my one-on-one with Woody Johnson. The onion breath was horrendous. You just breathe onion breath it fire. It was like breathing you. fire. It was like a furnace. <laughs> well, Jerry, anytime, any, and now think about the one-on-one. Like, you're face-to-face. Mm. And I remember thinking, this has to end soon. Like, I couldn't <laughs> take it. Anytime I see Woody Johnson, all I think about right. is that onion breath. That one yep. time. No, I don't think he lives his life that way. Right. But that one time, he didn't have a mint. So I was just trying to help this guy. You don't want to be thought of as that guy. Right. I think he's more embarrassed. Perhaps. But I will tell you, it's been a long time since he said a word to me. <laughs> I think of that sometimes when you'll see like rock and roll bands and they'll share a microphone. Yes. Get, I'm like, oh my God, there's like Bruce Springsteen does that a sure. lot. I'm like, oh my goodness, is that a big, what if, because they've been singing all night long, I, dry I saw mouth. a video of, a, uh, not ACDC, of Aerosmith doing Sweet Emotions yeah. live. And you had Steven Tyler, and I don't know who the guy, I don't know who was with him. They shared a microphone singing sweet emo- in like harmony, like nose to nose. And I'm thinking, if one of you yes. got, look, cigarette stink, right? That's mm-hmm. another terrible breath. Yeah. Weed, perhaps. Oh, weed. Everyone's you know what those on guys weed now, Jerry. Bourbon, who the hell knows? Yeah. Ugh, Just gross. dry mouth nastiness all night. Yeah. How about the guy that's got the dry white stuff in the corners of his uh, lips? Dry, dry spit. Ugh. Gross. All right, we're going to take a break. That is gross. On that note, as we go to break, just think about the person in your life that's got stank breath and foam coming out of his mouth. We'll take a break when we come back. More to do in the Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan.